Hello and welcome to North Root Podcast, where we talk about all things houseplants. I'm your host, Joe, and today we're going over why and how this podcast was created. What was your first houseplant? Maybe you were gifted a plant when you were a kid and that's how your houseplant obsession began? Or maybe you became a plant parent only a few months ago, partway through the 2020 pandemic and quarantine. For me, my journey began well before I even realized it. Growing up, my mom had this seemingly never-ending garden. Looking back on it now, it was incredibly impressive and complex, and I appreciate the fact that it subconsciously began my passion for botany. However, at the time, it just meant I had a lot of weeding to do. No matter where your plant journey began, you and I had the same love for plants. Most people do, even if they don't directly realize it. Major companies would not spend thousands of dollars for plants on their properties if they didn't have a positive impact on people. Think about it. Almost every business location you go to has plants. Some may be fake, but the presence of plants is undoubtedly important to people. To put that in perspective, here's a direct quote from the Philadelphia Inquirer. As the pandemic continues, plant retailers have reported a barrage of sales prompted by what they said was consumer desire to care for a living object and create a tranquil indoor sanctuary in an uncertain and stressful time. So even in a time like 2020 with a raging pandemic going on, people are turning towards plants. It's important. It's calming. It's therapeutic. Even the Chicago Tribune has said, Hashtag plants has over 34 million posts on Instagram. Photos of crawling ivies and philodendrons, massive monsteras, and leafy parlor palms taking over houses and apartments like jungles. Many plant parents started or grew their collections during the COVID-19 lockdown. In this hobby and this community, it doesn't matter if you started collecting houseplants when you were 10 years old or just recently began collecting and caring for plants. Just like you and everyone else that loves their houseplants, I'm here to grow, learn, and share my knowledge of our leafy green friends. I enjoy sharing information through platforms like Instagram and Facebook, uh, scrolling through Facebook groups and finding questions, answering them in the comments, uh, making connections that way. Uh, However, podcasts are new to me. So uh, before I started creating these and uh, building this platform, I decided to go on to a couple different other social media platforms and ask around and see um, what people would want to listen to on a podcast, what topics are interesting to them, what do they want to hear more of, what do they want simplified, and what do they want, uh, what do they want to hear that goes into a little bit more detail. So talking to people online, um, I, I heard many ideas that were kind of repeated uh, several times uh, in different wording, but uh, I thought I'd go over the list that I have uh, here. I've written down and organized a little bit. These will be on future episodes. Um, all of these can be either an episode themselves. Probably um, more than half of them are um, complex enough to be like a whole series I could be doing. The number one uh, suggestion that I had was lighting. Um, making this these posts on Facebook and Instagram, um, it's... I probably did that a couple days ago, almost a week ago now. So, I mean, right at the beginning of December. So everybody uh, in the United States is um, dealing with the transition to winter and their plants are doing the same thing. 
Uh, lighting is really important, so understanding what type of light to use, how much light, how long to leave your lights on. Um, interesting enough, uh, I've noticed that there are actually quite a few people who think that uh, they want their plants to grow really fast and really big. They'll just leave a grow light on 24-7. Um, but in fact, uh, that's it's actually really bad for your plants. I'll go into that uh, for that episode. I think the second biggest uh, topic that was discussed or wanted uh, people want to hear is uh, water and watering, which is a huge topic. Um, the difference in water uh, between, I mean, Chicago and, uh, you know, New York versus uh, Montana and, like, South Dakota, it's... The, the differences are, um, I mean, they're pretty severe, so not everybody has the same water. Uh, I know where I'm at right now in uh, north-central Minnesota, the small town that I'm from, uh, we don't have fantastic water, but it's not necessarily terrible either. Um, I'm able to just get away with a uh, Brita filter that attaches to my faucet. Uh, however, for some of my plants or some propagations, I will, uh, I will go ahead and use distilled water. Um, so we're going to go through all of that um, and even using water uh, to dilute fertilizers and rooting hormones and all of that stuff. Um, like I said, the, a lot of these can really be turned into an entire series. Water and watering, there's so much information out there that uh, could be gone through. Another really big one, and I was super excited to hear this, um, I'm a complete nerd when it comes to this stuff, um, but Latin names, their pronunciations, and taxonomy. I love taxonomy and the history of plants. I find it incredibly interesting. Um, I remember back in high school, history was not my favorite topic. It was not even in the top 10, I don't think. Um, however, history of botany and uh, even all the way back to like paleobotany, I think is super interesting. Um, so I will almost positively be doing an entire series on uh, taxonomy and Latin names. Um, and if not a series, um, probably just, you know, one or two plants per per episode that I go into a little bit. Um, that could be um, a fun little addition to every episode. Moving down the list. Next one being pests. Uh, pests are a huge problem, and uh, noticing the signs uh, early on gives you gives you the upper hand on taking care of them and keeping your plants safe. Um, so going over the different types of pests, the treatment that you can use, um, what to be looking out for. So, um, like I said, we can get the upper hand on them before they really start taking over. Uh, talk about quarantining your plants when you get them, knowing... Um, Knowing your local shops is really important. Um, some grocery stores may have some pretty cool plants, but they're, that, that location is known for uh, spider mites or thrips or something along those lines. So um, kind of talking about pests and everything that comes along with them, I think that could definitely be a series. Um, I also had somebody on uh, Facebook um, mention that I should... I should have a, um, my outro should be nothing but mealybugs, because every single day there are uh, a dozen posts about mealybugs and how, how to get rid of them. Uh, so, definitely talking about pests, probably turning that into a whole series. Um, next on the list is safety of houseplants for pets and people. This is a really big uh, topic, um, especially for 
cats and dogs, I mean, kittens and puppies especially, they, uh, they're learning about everything around them, so, um, they just like to eat everything, and cats just, for some reason, think everything is a salad, so, understanding what plants are safe for your pets, uh, understanding what plants are safe for your toddlers or children, that's also really important, um, even if, I mean, even if you have a little bit older kids or even yourself uh there are still plenty of plants that even if you touch them if the sap gets on you or um whatever it is uh it can be mildly toxic or irritating to your skin so that's all important and we will definitely be going over that um on the opposite end of the spectrum the health benefits of houseplants um i uh, i mentioned earlier in uh some of the articles that i read that uh there are definitely scientific uh, backing to um, the health benefits of houseplants. So that's a really cool one. Um, I think a lot of people are seeing that right now, especially this year. Um, and I mean, especially like I'm, I'm in Minnesota. We have, we have pretty short days right now. So uh, houseplants can definitely be helpful uh, for this, this transitional season. Along with that, uh, next on the list would be soil mixing. What kind of soil you're using? What what kind of soil to stay away from? Um, some of these topics, like soil, can be uh, can be a little controversial. Some people have different opinions. Um, so I will try and do my best to be unbiased. And if I am being biased, I will make sure that I mention that um, to let you guys know. Um, anything that I do suggest here, um, either I've done pretty extensive research on or I am doing it myself and I have had good experience with it or I'll tell you what I tried and it just didn't work and I had bad experience for it um so talking about the soil um a lot of times you guys will hear me you'll probably hear me say this over and over I hate miracle Grow. I hate miracle Grow. I uh I had a tub of miracle Grow um sitting outside and I didn't really like it I didn't like how I didn't like the quality of it um so I just put it in a tub and I threw it outside and whatever that was this summer about two months goes by, and uh, I'm cleaning up the patio outside, and um, I'm like, oh yeah, I got all this dirt. I'm like, oh, I could just mix it into the garden bed, I suppose. Um, said with the rain and everything, like it won't be, it won't be that big of a deal. And I opened up the tote that had just been sitting there, completely sealed. Nothing got in, nothing got out for probably a month and a half. I opened the lid, and I'm pretty sure there were three to four hundred gnats that flew out of that thing. Um, I, that soil was moving. Um, so along with uh, just the filler that they put in it and uh, the fact that I don't like the fertilizer that they use, um, miracle Grow is not my go-to. So that is from my experience. Um, however, I know that some people swear by miracle Grow. If miracle Grow didn't have its place, it wouldn't be on the market. It wouldn't be sold. Um, so like I said, if I uh, if I am talking about something like that that's controversial, I'll uh, I'll let you know if it's my opinion or if it's uh, if it's my experience. And people have different experiences. Moving down the list, uh, new specialty plants like carnivores. Um, I had a couple people mention carnivorous plants um, and just you know some other specialty plants like the mimosa pudica, the sensitive plant, um, or touch me not um definitely do an episode on those i uh i am planning on this spring ordering in quite a few carnivorous plants to do a uh, carnivorous terrarium because i i just along with everybody else i absolutely love those um there's nothing cooler than watching a venus flytrap chomp down a fly 
definitely be doing an episode on that. Uh, propagation is huge. I could I can talk for hours on propagation and the different ways to do it. Um, and also, I mean, every single day, Instagram and Facebook and everywhere, um, people are asking questions about propagation. How do I propagate this? Did I do this correctly? Is this a node? Is this a growth point? Um, or even just like, hey, I've propagated this, but now the roots are turning black. Is this gone? Um, you know, just all of those questions. Um, propagation can be difficult. It can be confusing. There's a lot of science behind it that happens. Um, a lot of different ways that it can go wrong, but there's a lot of ways that it can go right too. Um, I know there's, for me even, I've definitely had, I've killed, almost killed so many different plants. Um, either just focusing on other things, getting distracted in life, um, you know, you put it in a corner on a shelf because you think it looks cute there and then, you know, you forget that it exists for a couple months. Um, so propagation has saved plants many times for me. Um, pretty close to uh, propagation is uh, just nutrients, um, fertilizers and um, what we know as food. Um, that's uh, that. I mean, that could be a whole series, too, or it can be addition uh, to each episode. But uh, nutrients are... That gets a little bit more scientific, a little bit more in-depth. Um, I'll definitely do an episode where I do pretty basics. Um, we'll talk about MPK ratios and uh, kind of what um, each one of those does. But I'll probably do another episode at some point going into um, more of the science behind nutrients and fertilizers and... Um, the trace elements that plants require and all of that fun stuff. Uh, and uh, potting and repotting, uh, that's another really big one that was uh, mentioned to me. Um, so how do you pot? How do you repot? Um, when do you know when to repot? Um, that's all really important. Um, I know it's pretty common for um, people to buy a plant and then they buy a pot because it looks cute. Maybe it looks a little bit too big for the plant, but they think, oh, well, it'll just grow into it. That's extra room for the roots to grow. And they don't realize that um, they're overwatering because they're using such a big pot that the center of the pot is still really wet, but the top inch of soil is dry. Um, so that, that can be a pretty big issue. Um, there's, um, I mean, there's so many different issues with potting and repotting, um, not having drainage or... Uh, the list goes on and on. So we'll definitely be talking about potting and repotting, um, the process of doing all of that, and uh, the do's and don'ts. Um, oh, also talking about um, going back to the nutrients and like the intro to MPK and the fertilizers and all that stuff. Um, kind of branching off of that, just beginner plants, uh, intro to houseplants, and intro to botany. Um, I know that kind of sounds like a college course, but uh, I think it would be pretty interesting to do... Um, kind of a split level um, episode or a couple episodes that, um, you know, just kind of the basics of plants, basics of house plants, um, and then, you know, a little bit into botany and then maybe even uh, going a little bit further into botany. Along with uh, botany photosynthesis, uh, that was also brought up, uh, the process of that. Um, Oh, another really fun one that I love that was mentioned was uh, where houseplants are native to. That's super cool. Um, so I don't really think about it. Uh, it just, you know, I mean, they're, 
Like Golden Pathos is at the grocery store. We don't think about where that came from. So definitely a really cool thing. Um, I find that really interesting. Uh, hydroponics and aquaponics. Uh, this goes a little bit into uh, farming more than it does houseplants. However, um, using uh, LECA or lightweight expanding clay aggregate, um, that can be a be known as uh, semi-hydro. So talking about that and the basics of that um, can definitely be helpful. How houseplants in the industry have changed over time and the history of houseplants. I was talking to a lady the other day saying how uh, everybody is so in love with these monsteras and the Thai constellations and all this stuff. Um, and she, she was talking about how... Um, Back in the 70s, she's like, every single person had a Monstera. Like, everywhere you turn, there was a Monstera. So, she's like, she's over the Monstera craze. Like, she's, everybody thinks they're so cool and everybody wants them. I think they're amazing. I have one. Um, I absolutely love them. But, um, she, she's like, they fell out for a while, but they were everywhere. Um, so, she's kind of over that. Um, and also, just and going back to taxonomy history. Um, just the history of houseplants and the beginning of that, how, how we started keeping plants um, as additions to our homes. Uh, and the last one on this list so far, this, uh, this list will be ever-changing and never-ending, but uh, so far, uh, the last one is reading the health signs of your plants. Being able to... Um, I've kind of... I guess... I'm, there's no real good way to uh, describe this, but you kind of almost develop a sixth sense. Um, you kind of walk by one of your plants or one of your house plants, um, or in my case, uh, a shelving system of plants, and you kind of pick out um, who needs to be watered, who who's having some issues. Um, you kind of develop an extra sense for that. Um, but we'll go through all of the different signs of um uh, maybe they have pests, or maybe they need some more fertilizer, more water, uh, too much water, all of those things. So, um, that is the current list of, uh, what I'd like to cover in future episodes. Um, this list, like I said, was, will continue to grow. It's going to be never-ending and ever-changing, um, but if you guys have suggestions or something that you want to hear or something you want to talk about on the podcast... Uh, go ahead and uh, comment on this podcast or go ahead and head over to my Instagram. Uh, you can direct message me there or you can comment on my story or my latest post. Um, just kind of interact and let me know what you guys want to hear from this show. So ultimately, this is um, this is based around what everybody wants to hear, what you want to hear um, and what you want to learn. That's, uh, that's really why I started this, is just to share knowledge and uh, kind of build the community. So, Also, like I mentioned, uh, if you want to be on the show, if you want to be um, live one-on-one -on, -one on the podcast, uh, I can make that happen pretty easily uh, using the app that I'm using. Um, I can also take in just audio snippets. Um, so somebody mentioned that uh, it would be pretty interesting to have people record... Uh, like their stories of houseplants, like either really good or really bad stories, um, and then sending those in. Um, I think that would be kind of cool, you know, like uh, 
in the beginning of the week, like a really great, uh, really great audio snippet of somebody like finding like a almost dead plant and like reviving it. And now it's like their healthiest plant. And then at the end of the week doing uh, like a houseplant horror, um, horror snippet where like somebody spent $300 on uh, plants and uh, the package got lost in the mail or they, uh, they received the package and it was open. Um, so I think that would be, that would definitely be an interesting addition to this. So like I said, just, uh, just let me know what you guys want to hear and we will make it happen for you. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the podcast. Don't forget to drink water today. You are just a complicated houseplant. Also, don't forget to go check out our Instagram and our Facebook, all of which can be found at North Roots Exotics. We do lives, we post updates, there's giveaways, uh, I'm going to start doing raffles here pretty quick, um, and come spring there's going to be a whole lot of new stuff that's available, so go ahead and check that out and we will see you guys next time.